Welcome to episode 239 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and other theme parks as well. And we're also coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at all the places under TDR Explorer, with the home base being tdrexplorer.com. But don't forget to check out places like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube as well. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I take photos and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. Currently doing a Halloween countdown every day, a new Halloween picture, which is kind of difficult. Chris, what's going on? How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm good. I'm doing really good. Good. I'm the, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. I'm the one eating all the, the moose. At Tokyo Disney Sea, oh my! I ate so much moose. How much moose did you eat? All of them, oh I think. My, oh my god! <laughs> I tried to make a moose joke, like moose, like the animal. Yeah. Because I'm Canadian, and moose are a thing in Canada, yeah. and we do tend to eat them. And I tried to make a joke of it in my video. It didn't really work, so I ended up cutting it because it sounded weird. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> moose and moose and eating moose. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It didn't really work in the context of a uh, cream, creamy moose, whatever. <laughs> see, see, like I, even I, me explaining it doesn't make any sense. So that's why I cut it. And this is why I'm not a comedian at all. It just, just doesn't work for me. Uh. <laughs> I've been, what have I been? Well, besides eating stuff at Disney Sea, I've been. Uh, I've been watching Squid Game, which is not really Halloween-ish. It's, it counts as horror, though, right? I get a Battle Royale slash horror. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Been doing that. Um, I did watch season three of the movies that made us. The whole season was mm-hmm. dedicated to horror films. Yes. So, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Aliens. I think Terminator was in there, but that's not really horror, but whatever. That's what I've been watching, so that's cool. Yeah, that's really all I've been doing for Halloween. Not nothing much else. But we're talking about the twentieth anniversary of Disney Sea today. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too excited. So before we start talking about the twentieth anniversary at Tokyo Disney Sea, I want to remind you, wonderful explorers, about our Patreon over at patreon.com/slash TDR now, where you can help support the show to keep us going. And we do have some perks. One of the perks is the $2 level where you get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. So if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Tokyo Disney 20th anniversary. Time to shine. It's the 20th anniversary and it's running now until, what is it, September 3rd, 2022. So we have a year to eat all this moose. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much moose in this park. I feel like that's what they do now because you don't have to put effort into it. So it's just <laughs> it's like different kinda, flavors it's of kind moose. Of an easy... Strawberry, Kyoho grape, pear, fruit mix, chocolate orange. It's like we can do any flavor and just make it a moose and you put it in a cup and you can sell the cup. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> at this point. Also, too, we've been doing this for a long time. So I feel like, yeah, we've seen every type of flavor of moose you can think of that is appropriate for a theme park. 
Disney here in Japan loves its moose. Here's the thing. Like, I don't mind I don't mind moose as like a filler dessert at some restaurants. Yeah. But when it's the majority of what you're offering, especially looking at what other theme parks are offering, it's like, <laughs> come on, let's step up your game a little because you're lagging here and you've done better in the past. Let's try. Yeah, like it's cool that we get a nice cup with it and everything. Yeah, I, I that's enjoy fine. that. And that's delightful, you know, and they've always done that, but like it doesn't have to be everything is moose. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost like what putting pudding in everything yeah that's basically like back, what back it home. is like it's pudding is pudding although like mousse is a little more lighter than pudding pudding is pretty heavy yeah that's whereas true. Mousse and is like, like really okay. sweet yeah mousse is mousse is lighter less sugar mm-hmm. i feel anyway like flavor wise i'm not going to look at the nutritional facts they'll probably make me scream <laughs> <laughs> but usually like Okay, let's let's back up. Let's talk about the food at the 20th anniversary of Tokyo Disney Sea. There is there some is really a lot good of food. food. Like at the restaurants, the menus, they have some really at the nice sit-down menus. restaurants. Yes. But the problem is they're at the sit-down restaurants and you have to oh, reserve getting them a reservation. Ahead of time. And they're not open all the time. And they're not open all the time and it's hard to get into the parks right now. Yes. So it's not like when I go for one day, I don't want to have three sit-down meals, right? Because that Number one, that's expensive. Number two, that's a lot of time Mm -hmm. when the park is only open from 10 to 7. Yeah. No, and that's the park. The restaurants are not open from 9 to 7. No, they're like 11 to 6. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As theme park people, everyone that's listening right now knows this, nine hours in the theme park is not enough, right? No. You need a good 12, 13, 14 hours to do a lot in these parks. So 10 to 7... And even shorter for the restaurants, doesn't cut it. And look, if you're charging full price, okay. <laughs> well, it's more full now. Price, it's more now. Yeah. And the full price has, has risen. Also, keep everything open until closing because you don't have the excuse of saying, hey, the cast has to get on the train because the trains will be <laughs> well running after the park is closed. There's no excuse for it. It's just really, I don't know. I don't, I guess they, they save on staff but like for the customer it sucks yeah it kind of does so i did the 20th anniversary i didn't do any of the sit down restaurants just because i didn't have enough time so they have all these different dishes at like restaurant di canaletto mm-hmm. magellan's i was gonna say oceano but that, that's a buffet the ss columbia so they have all these like 20th anniversary dishes and didn't get to try those maybe at some point since the anniversary is running until September of next year. But I did a lot of the counter service because that is easier to do. Mm-hmm. And well, it's cheaper in the long run. And there's also all the souvenir stuff, which is really nice. Yeah. I really like that. So I had probably the best one I had was at Zambini Brothers. I think it's at another couple other restaurants too, because usually this these moose desserts are at multiple restaurants. It's usually not just one. It was this lemon jelly and like vanilla mousse dessert it was really good it was probably the best mousse i had there and it came with this really nice souvenir cup with the 20th anniversary on it like the 20th anniversary design is gorgeous it's very they always do a really good job with the designs Mm -hmm. for these anniversaries like i never have any complaints because they always put so much effort into it yeah so the dessert Probably the best one. I had a couple other ones. I had the Duffy one over in Cape Cod. What was the Duffy one? It's like a strawberry and white chocolate mousse. Okay. Which was fine. 
but I'm not really a big fan of white mousse, like white chocolate mousse, I should say. Did they have like anything else, like any like little like mini cakes or something like that? Yeah, they had other like little cakes and stuff that came other desserts. There was a peach, like a peach mousse cake dessert. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a peach mousse. <laughs> I do not like the artificial peach flavor. I do not okay. like it. Period. So I did not like this dessert. I even oh, said it in my video. Yeah. I did not like it because I just do not care for artificial fruit flavors. Especially when Japanese peaches are so good. Why would you use the artificial yeah. flavoring? You know what I mean? Like you pay $4 for a peach in the grocery store. Yeah. I want that flavor. Yes. Like if I'm paying this much, please. I want this authentic flavor, not this artificial <laughs> no, flavor. No syrup, please, or whatever they use. Yeah, whatever, whatever is in it. <laughs> it didn't work. I didn't care for yeah. it. Yeah. The other food that I had, oh, they had a donut. Okay. So, like, if you were telling me I was having a donut in a Disney park and this was in the U.S. parks uh-huh. or even Hong Kong, yeah, or I guess even Shanghai, they're always dense. They're always these dense, heavy donuts. Yeah. And I never, I never like them. I never like them because they're they're dense. They're usually dry, and they're just like they just taste like sugar. I feel like also. Like Hong Kong and Orlando, the climate doesn't lend itself to donuts. You know? No, because so everything melts in your hot. hands. Yeah. yeah. Disney did have a really good cronut, though, in Epcot a few years back. Ooh, that sounds nice. So this was, I guess, kind of like a cronut in a sense. It's a Mickey-shaped, Mickey-ear-shaped donut that's sliced in half. And the donut is very light and fluffy nice because you know donuts in japan are usually light and fluffy right they're not dense yeah unless it's freaking starbucks which oh my god starbucks stop yeah the starbucks has the dent i don't know <laughs> why whatever but yeah that like a like a pondering right something like that yeah it was very light and the top of it was is dipped in icing okay so you know it, that's where the sweetness came from, and it wasn't too overbearing. Okay. And in the middle, they put whipped cream and actual strawberries, like real strawberries, in the middle. That's nice. And it was really good. That was probably the best dessert there. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't come with any souvenir plates or anything, but came in this really gorgeous, like wrapped plastic wrapping, and it, it was just really good. That was at Mama Mama Biscotti's. Yeah, I like Mama Biscotti's. That was re- that was really good. Probably one of the better desserts. As for a meal, we went to Cafe Portofino Mm -hmm. because you don't need a reservation to get in there. And uh, they had this deep fried flank steak. Okay. With a mushroom soup that had Mickey shaped croutons and a drink, of course. And the dessert, it was a Mickey. Oh, what's the word? (laughs) A panna cotta. There we go. Panna cotta. The flank steak was not great. Oh. It was very tough. Oh, no. And if you watch my video, you see that I was cutting <laughs> it with the butter knife. They give you a butter knife, which I what? thought was weird. Like, yeah, it was a flank steak. So, you know, they're thin steaks. But still. But it's deep fried. Yeah. And when I was cutting it, I was having a little bit of difficulty. And um, it almost flew off my plate. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fine. But... The panna cotta was fantastic. It was a raspberry, raspberry mousse and panna cotta, yeah. which was really good. And then the soup wasn't, it wasn't just a mushroom soup out of the can. It was like, there was different types of chopped up mushrooms inside of it. Yeah. Which is really nice. It gave this nice creamy texture and, you know, it, it, it didn't taste like Campbell's out of a can. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope not. 
yeah, for the price I paid, it was twenty three. I think it was twenty three hundred yeah, yen. Yeah, because it's not that which is about cheap. 20, you know. Yeah, it's like twenty one dollars. Yeah. yeah, for that much, bang off, just opened a can <laughs> and poured it into the bowl for me. But yeah, it was the flank steak. I can't recommend it. Honestly, that was a little bit of a disappointment. But I, like I said, I didn't have the the table service restaurant meals, so I'm hoping those are better. Those are I'm better. Hoping in the next little while, I can get to try some of them. My friend has been like a few times to those. She's did the one at Magellan's and she did the one at Di Canaletto and the SS Columbia. And she said it was really good. And she's been going to the parks forever. So I trust mm. her on that. And the pictures look fantastic. I tried this Stella Lou drink, which is not part of the 20th, but I had it because it was at Cape Cod. It was this weird mixed berry drink with, I don't know, this weird like berry foam in it. Mm-hmm. And they had like little bits of like cereal it tasted like. I don't know, cereal. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. This is nothing against Hong Kong or Shanghai, but it felt like this dessert was not cute enough to be at Tokyo Disney. Does that make sense? I feel like a lot of what they're doing lately is very bare bones. This would work perfectly fine in Hong Kong and Shanghai because that's kind of the bar they've set. Uh-huh. With Tokyo Disney, I'm like, I look at this, I'm like, yeah, I, I see that Stella Lou because it's purple and you have two straws in it. One straw is like, oh, like the ears. to look like your yeah. ear. I feel like I could find this in Hong Kong or Shanghai, but not Tokyo Disney because it didn't feel cute. Uh-huh. Right? It was a big portion. Like it was a big drink. Yeah. And it, like here, we don't have big portions, right? So it just, it, it felt really out of place to me. How big was like, it? It just didn't feel Tokyo Disney. How big was it? Like a medium-sized drink you get from McDonald's, like I guess in, in the US or Canada. Like a medium-sized, like it's pretty big. I wonder if it's for people to share. Maybe with the two straws. Right? I don't know. It just like, if there was a design on the cup or something that showed Stella Lou or something, like just to make it look cuter, uh-huh. it would have felt more appropriate. I don't know. It just felt like the level of quality wasn't there, yeah. unfortunately. Just like this could have been in Hong Kong, this could have been in Shanghai, or even the US. And that's not a knock at these other places. Let me tell you, I've been looking at the US menu lately and it's really looking good. Tokyo Disney has had such a high bar for so long, it's noticeable when the bar comes down, right? Uh huh. It's very noticeable. Like that's just that's just how it is. That's all I've had for the food. So the donut was the best, mm-hmm. one of the best things. The lemon jelly. Uh, lemon jelly and vanilla mousse thing from Zanini Brothers was really good too. Those would be like my top two picks. Mm-hmm. Everything else, eh, get it for the souvenir plate if that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> get that. Before we talk about merchandise, because I feel like we're going we're gonna to go on about that. Let's talk about the entertainment or lack thereof. <laughs> I mean, that's been the trend for years now. And the pandemic has not helped with this yeah. at all. I mean, I don't think the pandemic, besides the parks not allowing enough people, I think they usually set the budget for that ahead of time anyway. So I think I really don't think that it would have been that different without the pandemic, to be honest. Maybe the de- the decorations or something, but... We probably would have had the nighttime show that was supposed to debut. Mm-mm, I bet you they still would have saved that as a quote, like unquote finale to finale, make it look yeah. like they did something. That's true. There's supposed to be a new nighttime show that's being delayed until 2022. The only entertainment that we're getting, or have, I should say, is the harbor greeting at Disney Sea, where the characters come out on this barge 
that really should be put to rest. Please stop with point. the barge. They drive around. They wave. Their costumes are really cute, though. I really do like their costumes. But yeah, it's a five. No, it's about a 10 minute show. They come around and there's like a little dance. Like everyone dances. Like there's a little choreography. They loop that, that thing the audience gets over to participate and over in. and over again. They do it like four times. Yeah, it's a little like, okay, I get it. I get it. They zip around the harbor a little bit and then that's it. And they have the, the 20th anniversary song, which is more just of a chorus, a cor- chorus, I should say. There's just not a lot of heft to it, which is kind of disappointing. I do like the costumes. I think the costumes are costumes are really cute. As for the decorations as well, there's next to nothing compared to the 15th anniversary, where the 15th anniversary where we got that big ship. Yeah, we got that ship in the aquasphere. Like that was that was epic. They that put, was an they put epic budget decoration into that. Piece. You know, we got like what looks like roadblocks. Around the aquasphere with Disney pictures on them? Yeah, it's a little, I mean, okay. And there's a circle in the middle, so you can take a picture with the aquasphere in the middle of the circle of the roadblock or whatever. Whatever. It's a little, it's a letdown. It's very cheap. I'm like, this is like, I kind of, at, at this point, if you're doing this level, you know, like those local, local parks. That they put up the little cut-ups and stuff where they have like a Ferris wheel yeah. and it's kind of like carnival level. Like, I feel like it's that level. And even those parks, a lot of the time, like if you go in the autumn, they'll have like these giant pumpkins because they're near, they're in the countryside. So they get these giant pumpkins as like an attraction and they do big floral displays at least to go along with the cardboard. But here it's just these, they really look like roadblocks. And I'm like, at this point, don't do a decoration. Just say, hey, it's the pandemic. Put up some banners. Don't. These roadblock decorations are awful. They're, yeah, they're not the most aesthetically pleasing compared to what we've seen in the past. It's just such a stark difference. And it's a a little jarring. I think I even said that on the video. Like, I'm like, oh, these are very um, subdued. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The characters are on there and the Mickey-shaped little design that's all around the aquasphere. You can take some photos. And they have, like, some of the banners of the front like the entrance way into disney sea like the archway i guess under mir costa and there's like a little display in the window of emporio with mickey and Minnie, and you know that that's actually quite nice that's like i feel like all the budget went into that display and then unfortunately that's it there's nothing else mm-hmm. like if you once you get past the entrance it's like oh it's just disney sea which is great. Which is, like, you know, in itself, is it's beautiful, part. you know. So I kind of like, I don't mind it that much. Like I said, if you're not going to go out all out, at least let Disney see shine, shine on its own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Time to shine. Yeah. I try to find the positive in everything and I try to be like as upbeat as I can with things. But this whole thing. I mean, is I just... think the strong points are the table service menus and the merch. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about the merchandise. Let's do the merchandise. It's really nice. On point. Tokyo Disney knows how to do merch. We all know this, especially mm-hmm. if you've been listening to this podcast or been following us for a while or been to Tokyo Disney Resort. You know the merch is always on point, and this is no exception. They did not disappoint with this merchandise. Uh, you know, running out of stuff, that's a whole other issue. I feel like we can talk about that uh, in a whole other podcast episode. But the merchandise stuff is gorgeous. It's so pretty. I love the like the base illustration for the event in general is really nice. 
And then I love, I love that everything's shiny and sparkly. Yeah, it's so good. Like they mm-hmm. did such a good job with that. I did buy some stuff, and you know, it's it's nice to have some of this stuff to kind of look back on in, in you know ten years' time or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that was the twentieth anniversary. I liked the design. <laughs> <laughs> I always get the clear folders, mm-hmm. which the, the the clear folder set, it's a set. It's all the, char- well, I should say all the characters. It's like the main characters, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chip, and Dale. Mm-hmm. And they each have their own individual clear folder, which I love. I love that because I love organizing my stuff that way, like paperwork. Yeah. So I love that. They have the postcards and keychains and there's a pin, which is sold out right now. Will it come back? Who knows? And there's just like, you know, there's just so much stuff for the the merchandise. So that is kind of one of the saving graces because it is really well designed. They always do such a good job with that. The crystal sphere. Oh my goodness. That is probably the best thing that they created. It's very nice. And did you get one? No, because I don't <laughs> like to buy anniversary stuff if we're not doing it's kind of like a weird it's like a really weird thing if we're not doing anniversary stuff you know what i mean i might buy like one or two things but like if like for example we made the dream key like a few of them we did the when they would do valentine nights we did like the little like personalized charm for that when we're actually in the parks i think we tend to do those things more because you usually do it as like a memory of visiting Mm -hmm. the parks but if you're not visiting the parks for for me it doesn't make sense. But for other people, I think it's a beautiful piece of merch. Like the details on it are gorgeous. It's so good. And I completely agree with you. It's just like a personal thing. Like it's not, yeah, you like, know. I've had friends from the US say like, oh, do you want some stuff from the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World? And I just say, well, not really. Like I want to buy it myself. If I get to go, which hoping I do, uh-huh. I want what I'm buying to mean something yeah. or have a memory attached to it. I just don't want to have it for the sake of having it. Yeah, exactly. So when it came to the Crystal Sphere for Disney C, I got to go to the anniversary, right? So it, it it does mean something to me. Like I'm here for the anniversary. So yeah, I'm going to spend the 8,000 yen, <laughs> the $80 that it costs to put this thing together. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. The Crystal Sphere, uh, I show this in our video on YouTube of how it really works. So Whatever I'm talking about doesn't make sense. Go watch the video on YouTube. So so usually with these like customizable keychain thing is not new, a no. new concept. Like they've been doing this for a very long time, for mostly for the anniversaries. I think the 15th anniversary, what did they have? It was there's like some sort of sort of charm, right? There's like a customizable charm. Yeah. It's always customizable. Yeah. So same thing with the, the the sphere. You get to pick the pieces that go on this. So you make it yours. Uh-huh. So you get to pick a base. In this anniversary, it's like the Mickey ears. And you get to pick between like a white, sparkly, kind of prismy kind of color, like rainbow color in the light base or a dark, like a navy blue base. And then you get to pick a customizable or like a little charm that goes in the one ear of Mickey and you get to pick from different Mickeys. He's in a costume from each of the major anniversaries of Disney Sea. So there's the grand opening, the fifth anniversary, the 10th, the 15th, and the 20th. And there's also the 20th anniversary logo. And then from there, you can get some charms of different characters that can hang off of it that are in their costumes from the 20th anniversary. 
And then in the middle, you get to pick a crystal. And the crystal, there's seven, seven or eight to choose from. The the seven are each of the port of call, the aka the lands in Disney Sea. So Mediterranean Harbor has Mount Prometheus, Mermaid Lagoon, Lost River Delta, American Waterfront, you know, all these places. And like there's like these little miniature like icons of those lands or ports of call inside this crystal that spins, which is gorgeous. And then on top of that, you get to pick letters that kind of go along the the edge of the sphere to spell out whatever you want to spell out in Roman characters. And then you can put a chain on it, or you can get a base, or you can get both. And it's just like, it's a really customizable piece of merchandise. It's probably the best thing to get there. Yeah, out of all the anniversary merch, I would say that's the number one. And it's sold out right now. I think it's going to come back though, because sometimes these things do do sell out and then they, because the, the anniversary sells what, like another year? Yeah. I was told December is when they're going to come back yeah. in stock. So, because I was there, the Monday I was there in Disney Sea, they had them in stock. There's a couple of pieces sold out because you buy everything individually, right? And then that that following Thursday or Friday, they were taken off the shelves. So I think what had happened was they didn't literally sell out of every piece Mm -hmm. it's probably they sold out of enough pieces that it didn't make sense to continue selling right the pieces that were left because then you're going to get people that get like the base and an ear Mm -hmm. right like no one's going to buy nobody's going to buy that yeah yeah no one's going to buy half built customizable keychain like you're going to get the full thing right right so i guess that that makes sense because they did sell out of like the base which is gorgeous by the way like they did sell out of that really quickly, but they still had like the the chain that would hang off of it and stuff. So I wonder if that's why I saw a bunch of Twitter users getting really creative and finding all these bases that they can match with the what what would you call it? Like the the little piece. What what is it called? Which piece? The sphere. The sphere. Yeah, that you could you can match it with the sphere, and they were finding it mm. from all these different shops. And like you can match it with this one, or you can. And I wonder if that's why, because the they had sold out of the base. Oh, maybe. The one thing I love about the base is when you put the the, like I have it right here on my desk. When you put it, when you put the your thing, the sphere in it, the Mickey ears don't sit straight up. They're mm-hmm. kind of like tilted at a side yeah. on the side, which I really love. I love that little like little angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just like it just adds this. I don't know, sense of elegance to it. I don't know what it is. It's just like, just like aesthetically, it's very nice to look at. It really is. Yeah. They did such a wonderful job with that. Like, I, I know we were, we were very critical of what they were doing with this. And I'd like to think we were pretty fair in our criticisms, but they did do some really wonderful things with this, uh, especially the merchandise. But hopefully, Next year, we'll see the the new Harbor, the Evening Harbor show, because we've been without one for almost two years now at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need something there. Yeah, there's no daytime show. At least give us a nighttime show. Please. Could you imagine if they brought back Legend of Mythica? They never will. That but... would be good enough, to be honest. Like, I'd rather have that than a new show that's like half as good, to be honest. Can you imagine? I would be happy. I think a lot of people would be happy. Let's pretend that Tokyo Disney Sea for the 20th anniversary, like let's pretend the pandemic didn't happen and Tokyo Disney Sea was willing to put in all this money. Like, how awesome would it have been if they brought back like 
you know, for like three months at a time, these past shows, like, you know, for three months, we're going to have this show that ended 10 years ago in the harbor or, you know, like Legend of Mythica or Mysterious Masquerade or Porto Paradiso and like all, like all these past shows for a very limited time. Imagine if they did something like that. That would, everyone would lose their minds. Chris, that used to be normal. That used to be exactly <laughs> what they used to do, except it would be brand new with the same budget every year, every season, brand new. I just imagine like what it could have been. At least the crystal sphere is cute. Well, before we go, we want to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers who are supporting the show over at patreon.com slash TDR now. Um, a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, and Harry. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Rhea. And make sure you are subscribed to us. If you're listening to us on Spotify, hit that follow button. If you're on iTunes, hit that subscribe button. And make sure to rate and review us wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or anything for us, let us know at contact at tdrxport.com or just hit us up on Twitter. You can find us up on our website, tdrxport.com, and also on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those places. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia. Happy Halloween, you guys. All right, Explorers, we will talk to you next week. Till next time. Bye.